Worshipful brethren, brethren all, welcome to Freemasonry in seven minutes or less. In this episode, we'll be discussing the Vatican Row, revisited. Over to you, Brother Angel. Thank you. So recently, uh, November 16th, 2023, it was announced in Reuters, by Reuters, that the Vatican had confirmed its ban on Catholics becoming Freemasons. Quote, active membership in Freemasonry by a member of the faithful is prohibited because of the irreconcilability between Catherine doctrine and Freemasonry. And it was signed by Pope Francis. This was brought about by a complaint by a bishop from the Philippines who said that he was alarmed by the growing numbers of Freemasons in his country. So now Freemasons in the Philippines face excommunication. Personally, I think it's a lot of hypocrisy. And I'll give my reasons why. Um, The Inter-American Masonic Confederation, that is the Confederation of Grand Lodges from North and South America, has 94 Grand Lodges. And here an example. For example, in Mexico, which is Catholic, of course, they have 20,000 Catholic Masons. In Argentina, 10,000. 15,000 in Venezuela. Uh, Philippines has 21,000. Spain, Catholic, of course, 32,000. And Italy, 22,000, <laughs> the home country. Um, uh, in France, according to Bloomberg, there are 160,000 Masons, Catholic, of course. And as we've mentioned in a previous podcast, Brazil has an astounding 200,000 uh, Masons. What's interesting, uh, another side note is that the Canadian Commission on Refugees wrote a report stating that 30,000 Cuban Catholics are Freemasons. Interesting. <laughs> what did you know? What did you know? Anyway, so this is just nine Catholic countries, but the total comes to 500,000 Catholic Freemasons. Uh, what is actually going on? Well, I talk about this in my book, Freemasonry Initiation by Light. Uh, we actually have the Jacobites to thank for this situation. Um, it, <clears throat> uh, <clears throat> so there was a papal bull in 1738, it was the first one, which made it impossible for Catholics to uh, become Freemasons. And um, even as late as 1870, when Lord Ribbon in England uh, was made Grand Master, afterwards, uh, four years afterwards, he converted to Catholicism and he had to resign as Grand Master and leave the craft at the same time. So what what is the background to this? So in 1738, Pope Clement XII uh, issued a papal bull in Eminente Apostolatus Specula, 
uh, condemning Freemasonry, which was later confirmed in 1751. And then each pope since then, including Francis, has confirmed the um, <clears throat> the uh, condemnation of Freemasonry. So what it seems to be is that um, uh, uh, in the in the 1730s, 1740s, Freemasonry was expanding into Europe, and it was the Grand Lodge of the Ancients, starting in 1751, that had made the greatest progress. And um, they were dividing Europe into Protestant Hanoverian lodges, same as the Grand Lodge of England, and Catholic Jacobite lodges, because Catholic, uh, Jacobites were Scottish Catholics. Uh, however, the they didn't discriminate on the members. So a member of any faith, and often they they crossed crossed membership of Catholics and, and Protestants, but any member could join. So obviously the Pope was suspicious of Protestant lodges opening up all across Europe. And because the Catholic James Stuart uh, had his court in Rome, he then asked the Pope to issue a bull that would stop the expansion of Protestant lodges. And the whole, the reason was that James wanted to promote the claim of the House of Stuart to the throne of Britain. But as I noted, the champagne got thrown away with the cork and a belief in Catholicism became incompatible with membership in Freemasonry. So, in 1766, when James Stuart, the old pretender, died, um, uh, at last uh, Pope Clement XIII recognized the English Hanoverian monarchy as lawful. Up to that point, he said it was an illegal monarchy. Mm -hmm. um, so the history goes back further because in the 1600s, the Eng England had introduced a Popery Act uh, which had imposed restrictions on penalties and penalties on Catholics. And I suppose this, this was a way of Pope Clement getting his own back on, on the British uh, English. Um, this uh, restriction on um, the Popery Act wasn't lifted for nearly 100 years until 1778. And then there was widespread rioting and looting in London uh, was probably the most destructive riots in the history of London. It's called the, the Gordon Rites, Gordon Riots of 1780. And many Catholic homes were burnt to the ground, damaged, and 285 rioters were killed. So um, passions against the Catholics were still very high, um, uh, even as late as 1780. However, some 50 years later, with the Roman Catholic Relief Act of 1829, um, which is nearly 300 years after the Act of Supremacy in 1534, which made Catholicism uh, illegal in England, uh, with the Catholic Relief Act, Catholics in England at last had their rights restored. So. 
it's a long way of putting it. My my point is this has nothing to do between the irreconcilability between Catholic doctrine and Freemasonry. Um, it's a historical, uh, I don't know, injustice, I suppose, on both sides, the, the, the English against the Catholics and then later Catholics against Freemasons. But it's been going on 300 years and it's about time it came to a stop. Yes. However, around the world, uh, I would say there's probably more than a million. I, I picked up nine countries and find half, found half a million Freemasons. So I think there's going to be a lot more if you looked a little bit further. What do you think, Brother Evans? Well, I think you're right. I think well, this is not really a, a, you know, a question of Freemasonry being illegitimate Catholics. It's a power struggle. I think it's let well, let's yes. call it a, a just jealousy. It's the, in the most vulgar terms. It would be just just downright jealousy of of numbers. It's, yes, but that's quite a lot of people. Five hundred thousand. That is that that's is only in nine countries. Yes, and there are 90, 94 grand lodges mm. in in the um uh what's it called the inter america and i think it also, i think it also goes deeper than than just freemasonry if you have a look at the the lot of the power struggles to do with jacobinism and and catholicism in the new world in in america there's there's lots of very interesting underhand things that went underway and yes it it may be manifesting in the realms of Freemasonry, manifesting in certain you know parts of American history. It's yeah, it's not as simple as you can't be a Freemason. I think I think this yeah. is, is a symptom of something that runs a lot deeper. And and the strange thing is that the uh, Catholics then in America set up their own form of Freemasonry called the Knights of Columbus. Yes, yes, you're right. Yeah. And they have the same sort of ceremonies and initiations and who knows, I, I don't know the details, but, you know, they Coming thought, to a podcast well, near you soon. There's a, there's a podcast for you. There's a podcast. Yeah, I'll get on that. Yeah. Knights of Columbus. Uh, yes, please. Yeah. Anyway, so, no, I just, uh, I, I, I just hate hypocrisy. Mm-hmm. And this is, to me, what it seems like, you know, it's, it's, uh, they they can't explain it very well. I think that's kind of the issue. This is why you shouldn't be one. Trust mm. us. Trust yeah. us. We we got it right. Yeah. I mean, well, it's all based on faith. <laughs> yes, that's it. You know, uh, airplanes don't fly upon faith. They f- they fly upon the principles oh, of yeah. science. <laughs> so I think uh, probably this is one of the things that Freemasons were reacting against in the seventeen hundreds the dogma of Catholicism that stopped people investigating, you know, is the Trinity a real thing? Uh, What is papal infallibility? You know, these sort of questions, um, they were probably in the Enlightenment looking at this. And this is probably what... This is probably what scared the Catholics. Yes, I think you're right. You couldn't have a modern society with papal infallibility and... Dogma, it just doesn't work. You can't have the yeah. advances in our social and scientific system yes. if you just say, "Oh well, believe it," because I told you so. And then, of course, um, I don't want to get into detail, but this casuistry thing is a, a very Catholic concept. Um, 
it, it, it's in our in our um, first degree obligation the casuistry um, you'd have to read my book there's old pages on it but um, uh, where can you find this book chris uh, where can you find this book on <laughs> amazon <laughs> excellent. yes excellent yes but um yeah that that casuistry thing kind of <laughs> rankles with me <laughs> anyway anyway that's a good place to leave that one i think thank you chris I think so. you can do further research in chris's book can be found on amazon <laughs> So Thank you. If, we have, if you have any questions, please email on the link below. We now part on the square and we will meet soon. Thank you and goodbye. Goodbye.